They fucked us. They had us on a string for three years, and they fucked us. What's up, guys? VWP here. WrestleMania just happened. Uh, yeah, interesting. Uh, I'm Tyler, and I'm joined tonight by Tim. DC is better than Marvel, let's argue. Yo, that's a hot take that's completely wrong. I got Yusuf. DC is better than Marvel. Also uh, also wrong. <laughs> and I got Colin. DC is better than Marvel and everything else except movies. Yeah, basically. Yep, yep. Pretty but much. Wow. Wrestling. 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 Vacant Wrestling Roundtable. Where, where do we begin? No. <laughs> that's later. So, so I'm going to take over because Go I know where we're starting. We're going to start with uh, NXT because yes, that's what are. happened first. Because that's what happened first. We're not doing a uh, quick thing. The Hall of Fame did happen. It was way too long and people left. But we're going to so, talk about it the weekend in order first. like decent folk. But kind of a decent Kind, kind of, of decent folk. So, so NXT. Uh, so what we're doing is we're not actually running through the card because no one wants to do that. We're just ups and downs from the shows and how overall you thought the show went and you know high points for you and low points for you. Yeah, hey, Simon. Sure. So NXT TakeOver, New Orleans. Uh, great show. Fantastic. I thought that probably, probably my favorite takeover of all time. Uh, Brooklyn one will still always be better. I agree with <laughs> sorry, I, not I sorry. agree with Colin. Sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. You should the, be sorry because um, you're wrong. Well, uh, we'll there's put a it round table. Look, a good we, round have, table. we have round table for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, the ladder match was, I, in my opinion, the highlight of the night. Um, the, the other matches were, you know, NXT quality, which is always fantastic. I thought the Gargano match, the Gargano Champa match was a little slow, but that's personally just me. That was my like only kind of gripe. I thought it was a little slow. Um, okay. So I will, I will butt into this for a second and say, I'm not going to disagree time. with that, that Gargano Champa felt slow. But I feel like it was only like that because of how they told the story. Absolutely. I was going to say the story because definitely made up it for it. Gonna, it was all the story, yeah. Because, like, obviously they start slow because it's like... Champa wants to basically destroy Johnny Gargano. He wanted to end Johnny Gargano. But Gargano was like, he's still my best friend. Or I thought he was. I don't know what to do. Blah, 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 blah. And it all worked out to that one moment when Champa was on the ground and Gargano had the knee brace... And he was going to hit him with it and just stop for a second and just sat down with him. And I was like, this is where it all ends, and I'm glad they did it like this. I'm glad the pacing was like this. Because if, if they were, like, super fast-paced about the match going in, like, from the beginning, it would have been like, yeah, look at all the crazy shit. And you're like, oh, but it's just crazy shit, and there's no... There's not as much emotion as there could be if they took their time with it. I, I think they could have balanced it a little better, but, like, by all, like the closing... Like moments were with perfect with, with like the emulating of the D DYI stuff and yeah. the the you know the brace and I all that was great. I thought like the spots leading up to it, all of that was a little spot festy for me. And a little slow. But listen, eh. nothing beats great. the skeptical the, the skeptical great the spec match. nothing great match. nothing beats the spectacle that Don't. was Tommaso's entrance. Oh, you know what? You know who gets the MVP for my night for NXT? The crowd, because they bought into that. They, like, they amplified yeah. the story times 10. The crowd, 
the crowd yeah. never buys into a story. And I think that one, they were just like, you know what? We're buying into this one. They just said, mm-hmm. yes, we're booing this and we're cheering this. If you boo this, fuck you and leave. <laughs> yep, pretty much. And it was a great show. Great show. I have no com- no real complaints. The, My show, the show was flawless across the board. Uh, the show brought in two five-star matches, according to Dave Meltzer, which, I mean, we don't always take his ratings into account because we have our own opinions, <laughs> but it clearly says something that That's it's literally taken this fucking long. unheard of for a WWE event. Exactly. Well, there like, should have been a five-star the next night, but... You yeah, know. We know how that... Like, here's the thing. I, so I've, I've been thinking about this since Meltzer's ratings came out, and the fact of the matter is WWE has, like... NXT has finally achieved that sort of hey, we can compete with the indies. Like, legitimately. I mean, they've been able to do that for years now. But it's like, at that but moment, now where they, they can now pull off two, to be Colin, where they can pull off two five-star matches in one night. The opener and the closer, mind you. And one of them was a ladder match? Like, Listen, I'm going to go on a limb and say that's yeah. one of the best ladder matches of all time. That is a great. It's a great match. It definitely is a great match. It wasn't too spotty. You know, it wasn't, and they had their dedicated spot guys too. They had yeah, Ricochet exactly. as it that guy. As, right. It was just enough spot. Yeah, okay, it was, Ricochet didn't do enough spots. I thought but, he didn't. You know. No, he actually. <laughs> he was. He was pretty fucking sober with his spots. I was like, I was like, Ricochet is getting thrown around like a rag doll here. Like, come on. Yeah, come but that's on. the thing. You have so you have the new guy, which is Ricochet, coming in to a match with. Well, and EC3, but EC3 is at least used to, you know, that kind of thing when like, he was on that one company. But with Ricochet, he's like, I've never been in a fucking ladder match. What the hell am I doing here? That's fair. Also, and when like, you have two big guys... Sorry, Tim, let me finish and I'll get you. My bad. Uh, you have two big guys like Lars Sullivan and Killian Danger throwing him around. You might as well have him be the ragdoll. He's a small dude in the ring. There so. was a point where they were just tossing him back and forth, too. Yeah, that, just to, like, one up each other. That was my point. <laughs> He's he's small, so that I, I get it. Yeah. I was um, gonna say uh, Ricochet is a fucking star. Like yep. like I'm not like <laughs> like people. You guys, anyone who listens to the show knows how my opinion on indie guys are. But I, I saw it with Ricochet. I was like, yes, because like that presence when he came in in his, in his entrance, and it was it was nothing over the top. It was his entrance like, was really yeah, baby. fucking cool. I, I I saw it with him. Yeah, yeah. all these cool. guys have the makings of a solid star in the future. And NXT's mid-card now is fucking stacked. Yeah, the mid-card oh, yeah. is unreal now. Um, Any more? Any downs? No, no. I don't the think only, so. The yeah. only down no. was that no, it didn't no go... It, there, it wasn't any longer. Uh, nope, it was a perfect length. If it I think it was, I think it was I, the right I'm amount of like, time. I'm saying, like, yeah. they, I'm saying, like, if they had more matches like that, of mm. that quality. No, but TakeOver, TakeOver always limits itself to about five. No, I agree. I, I'm saying, like, I'm just yeah. saying, like, you know, longer in a sense that, like, it's longer, more matches that are just as good as the rest. But obviously, like, they don't have that kind of quality, like, that kind of... Well, here's the thing. TakeOver New Orleans pulled off five matches well on a five-match card. Where, and, like, with Wrestle Kingdom, obviously it's their biggest event. For them, they pull off about ten matches, which, where each match, save for maybe one... Is like holy shit. These are all great matches. Not five star classics, but they're all great matches in their own way. Yeah, and I think that's what NXT Takeover New Orleans did like 
Exactly. Properly. Exactly. The women's match was excellent story, and it told everything it, it had everything it needed, and it was short. Yep. The main event had everything it needed, good story, decent action, and it was the longer. The, the world title match had a decent story. You know, you couldn't keep he couldn't they couldn't keep each other down. Finally, Black was the one that did it. The ladder match, yep. spot fest, not as big of a spot fest as we're used to for WWE ladder matches, but still spot fest in its own right. And yeah. we have Adam Cole taking the North America title. The tag team match told everything it needed to do. You had the authors of pain, the experienced guys in there, a uh, undisputed era, the cocky assholes in there, and then you have the odd pairing of Roddy and Pete Dunne, which came to a close when Roddy turned on Pete, and it set up, it's setting up what's going to be at the UK tournament. It did everything it needed to do, and it had excellent action. Yep. That tag match was kind of boring. It was. It was. It was the, was, it was the snoozer was of the short. night until Roddy turned, but I think that that's what the show needed. That that's, was the point of the match. That's kind of what I thought too. I was like, I was like, oh, all of a sudden everyone's like, oh yeah, things are going on, yay! Yeah, it's like action, hooray! <laughs> that really was Roddy, what it uh, was too. Yeah, no. Um, Roddy, Roddy Shield turn fine. was my highlight. Yeah, pop of the night was Ro- Roderick Strong. Yeah. He, his character finally has personality. Woohoo! Oh. Blessed be. That man is a father. <laughs> that was his gimmick before. Is that, that's the sad part. Yeah, I'm a dad. I need. I need work. I got I need kids. to win. I got kids. He, he, got, he kids. got kids. Um. Yeah. So that's that's takeover New Orleans. Now we move on to the lows of the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were going to oh run boy. this chronologically. Uh, no, no, we're not talking about the Hall of Fame. No, not that part. No, the Super Card of Honor. I thought we were going to do that. Uh, we'll get there. I, I can get, okay, Let's, fine. I was going to say, I can, get that, I can get that out of the way, yeah. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, get out of the way. All right, so at the same, I feel so bad for Ring of Honor. At the same time that TakeOver New Orleans, probably one of the best shows of this year happened, um, New uh, Ring of Honor and New Japan's big uh, WrestleMania co-event, uh, Supercard of Honor, happened. And, um, uh, where, where, where do we begin with this? The first half of the card was like it wasn't it wasn't too bad there was a there was a great spot though here's a here's a big up um during kota abushi versus hangman page kota and page were fighting on the outside and kota managed to deadlift like kota was standing on a barricade deadlifted page up over the barricade and gave him a german onto the uh into the crowd oof that was fucking terrifying and kota is strong as fuck so that's like the coolest up um the six-man ladder match between the Bucks and SoCal uncensored. So SoCal ended up winning because the Kingdom actually got involved. And I'm not going to give that a down. I'm going to definitely give that an up because it made sense that the Bucks and uh, good old Flippy Flip did not win. Big up, by the way, to Mr. Flippy Flip for being probably one of the better parts of that match. He proved his name and he did a lot of, a lot of Flippy stuff. A lot of a lot of really nice spots that he did too, and it was nice to see that he actually has like good chemistry and good synergy with the Bucks. Um, so there was that. Dalton Castle retained. That's also an up. Marty Skrulls hinting more that he might be leaving the Bullet Club. Also an up. Down. Bullet Club is not fine. So Cody versus Kenny Omega was the co-main event of the night. And it was it was it was not bad. It was a it was a back and forth there. Just your, your casual match. Great. Of course, it's a Kenny Omega related match. There's going to be some good storytelling in there. Cody's gotten better with it. 
uh, as the years have gone by. And oh, also Cody came out with uh, Bernard, the business bear, because you know Barry, the all-in drug-free bear, was Kenny. But that's okay. Uh, so he has a new bear now. <laughs> and the finish of the match came when both men were down. The ref was down. And the Bucks run out. And they said, you know what? This is like the moment that we choose who we side with. So they were going to double super kick either Kenny or Cody. And obviously, whoever got the super kick, that means they were the ones that they wouldn't trust. So Ref was still down. Cody's like starting to get up and he sees the Bucks in front of him. And as the Bucks are just about to go to the super, uh, go for the super kick, Cody ducks out of the way and they hit Kenny. The Bucks are in the corner, freaking out, like, why did, what did we just do? What did we just do? Cody gets the pin. One, two, three. Cody is officially the new leader of the Bullet Club. I'm only giving this a down because of my bias towards Kenny Omega. No. Um, I don't know where they're going with this. Like, I really don't know what they're going to be doing booking, what they're going to be doing booking-wise with all this now, because it sort of jumbles things up as to how the Golden Lovers are going to be involved with the rest of this, whether there's going to be even more civil war with the Bullet Club, if Tomatonga and the OG Bullet Club are going to get involved. And we are about, I want to say it's mid-April. We're approximately May, June, July. We're about three months away from the G1. And my bet is that Cody, Kenny, and Kota Ibushi are going to be in the G1. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Well, New Japan is normally good with this stuff, so hopefully they'll I'll work on something, but um, yeah. No, nonetheless, Supercard was a great card. It was a damn shame that it had to go up against Takeover New Orleans, but you know they both delivered. Yay, Indies! And uh, yeah, that's that's that. Now for the real downs, gentlemen. All right. The main event of the weekend, uh, WrestleMania 34. Um. Uh, big party on Bourbon Street. Love that. Uh, yeah, as I said in the intro, WWE fucked us. Any other any other general Co- thoughts Colin, on the show? Colin, go. Colin, go. Yeah, Colin. Why me? I I can't I can't help but disagree. No, we didn't speak words yet. That's why we want you uh, to speak words. Yeah. Talk about mania. In general. It, in general, it kind of sucked. The only uh, highlights. What? Kinda. Actually, you know what? No, keep talking. Never mind. Ignore me. <laughs> the 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 couple of uh, highlights that shined for me, uh, the Intercontinental title match. That was that was that was a pretty good match. Pretty solid. I enjoyed Rollins winning. Uh, the next one was the next highlight was the mixed tag team. Ronda really shined. That blew my expectations out of the water. She was that was a really good performance by Rousey. Next one, which I think it's a little less of a highlight, but still a highlight for me. Uh, of course, D. Bry, D. Bry and Shane McMahon going over against Ko and Sammy. Really nice. And I think that's it. Those are those are my only highlights. <laughs> My highlight um, was John Cena finding out that Undertaker's parents weren't home, and so he ran to get to catch him. Boo! <laughs> Stealing jokes <laughs> that I stole from Twitter. Hey, um, it's funny. 
Brown. I. Do, I do you want me to go first? Because you're going to spit hot bombs here in a second. Yes, you are, Yusuf. Go for Yusuf. it, Tim. Uh, so my pop of the night was like a combination of a few things. I think it ended up being the Power Rangers theme, that, or the, the Dragonzoid theme that Xavier Woods did. I think that was my pop of the night. <laughs> <laughs> that ended up being the pop of the night. That was pretty um, I thought the first half was okay. Like I wasn't bothered by the first half. And, you know, like I liked the IC title match. I can now I can see where they're coming from with Asuka. I can like now we don't have to worry about it, which is kind of nice. But uh, and it's not like a taker thing, but because like she's wrestling every other week, so like she's she's doing a fair amount of wrestling still. But so like that streak, that's hard. That and that gets really annoying really fast. So I I get what they're doing there. The uh, the the Bludgeon Brothers winning is atrocious and a travesty and awful. But you know, it is what it is. Rousey was fantastic. I just ha- I laughed at Cena Taker because I was like, "Oh, you marks wanted this match, and you got two minutes of a squash." So I I guess, haha. I kind of you know got what I wanted, kind of. Just I didn't really want the match, and I didn't have to get it. So it was I was good with that. And then the second half of the show happened, which was awful. You know, everything kind of just train wrecked from there. Shinsuke did indeed have a match. Indeed. It wasn't good. It wasn't good. <laughs> At all. Listen, we saw the... <sighs> we saw... With AJ, nonetheless. We saw the... What a match. What a horrible match. Even by WWE standards, what a horrible match. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh. Uh, the, the, the other matches that were in there. The Brock match was... It was what it was, but the crowd completely ruined that match. They hijacked the shit out of that they match. Took, they yeah. ruined what was a awful match anyway, but, you know. Uh, other stuff happened that was also terrible in the second half that I don't even remember because it was just so bad. All right. Um, I guess I'll just briefly go through. Uh, yeah, so overall, was I was very underwhelmed by this show. And part of it is because, so, Tim and I were talking about this, and Tim is known to be the guy with very low expectations for lots of what WWE put out. And uh, so, when he watched the show, he he enjoyed it. Uh, he had a good time with it, at least the first half. The second half, I hated more than he did, still. Um, I I had gone in with the impression that they had no, they were not going to fuck this one up. They had no possible chance to fuck this up. And they fucked it up. Um... The opening pre-show battle royal shit was, was what it was. Um, whatever. Matt Hardy won. That was kind of oh. that was actually kind of oh, cool. That, I'm that, going way that back. Is, I'm going way back, but that, like Matt Hardy winning was kind of cool. Oh, that that's irrelevant to me. I don't even care. <clears throat> yeah. Um, Rollins winning the IC title was pretty cool too. The match was good overall. I was kind of hoping that Balor was gonna win, but hey, Rollins winning is fine too. Um, Charlotte defeating Oscar. This one really makes me mad. And I'm usually not one to really focus on streaks and stuff. I'm usually the one that says we should break them. Um, but, like, they they were starting to build this up. They had Asuka winning the... Sh- like, it was all set up for Asuka to win and just look dominant as fuck. And I get that they're trying to get rid of it. So, they can get rid of it. But Charlotte retained the belt and beat Asuka. Ended the streak. She looked like a million fucking bucks. First off, she doesn't need it. Second off... 
the next time she was on TV, she got beat up by two NXT call-ups and then got cashed in on and lost her belt. She looked like complete shit two nights after she ended the greatest streak in wrestling history, or at least in w- like re- recent WWE history. That I found to be ridiculous. Uh, the mixed tag was really good. It really had no reason to be as good as it was. Uh, Ronda Rousey proved that she can go in the ring. She just needs to get better on the mic. Um, she has charisma in the ring. She has the presence. She just doesn't have the talking ability down. Bludgeon Brothers winning the SmackDown tag titles was pretty cool for me. I like them. The crowd doesn't like them very much. They're kind of they 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 get they go dead. I'll admit. But I like the I like the idea. They're really great in the ring. Their double team moves are really devastating and stuff. I like it. Oh yeah, and then getting to this match, Undertaker beating John Cena. I was upset with it at first, but then I realized, well, could it have gotten better if it went longer? And that answer is no. So I really don't really I I, I don't care at the end of the day. But Cena having Cena hijacking the SmackDown t- uh, women's ta- uh, women's title match was awful. Uh, that was ridiculous. You and not only did you end the streak, you belittled it by having John Cena steal the uh, spotlight there. Um, and then Styles Nakamura was a shit show, waste of my time. Uh, Braun Strowman and Nicholas winning the Raw Tag Titles was a waste of my time. Stupid. Um, Lesnar. Oh yeah. Lesnar Reigns. I actually liked the match. I liked the story, but they went with the complete wrong outcome, and now we're stuck with. We're still stuck with a dominant Lesnar and a hungry Roman Reigns who's the chosen one. Oh, it makes me so mad. I forgot about Nicholas. Right. Wait, you brought up a... Oh, you brought up a point about Ronda. I was going to say, Ronda really isn't that good in the ring. She just did okay. She, she has, just did very okay for what she was supposed to do, I which, she is was, fine, which is fine, which yeah, is fine, which is fine. She has plenty of... She has some time. Like, yeah. I'm not... And she has the presence. Like, she has that kind of, like... Like the swagger and the the little things, like the little gestures and mannerisms and stuff that popular little, wrestlers need to have to work the crowd. Yes, still a little sloppy, but yeah, and still not. green overall. But hey, better than we all thought. So I'm also irritated that they didn't end on the double angle, uh, the double tap out spot. That was stupid. That was stupid. I didn't but yeah, I was like double tap out, and I was like, why are we still going? What is happening? Yeah, but at least Steph was the one to tap to uh, Ronda, so it's fine. You know, Trips wasn't tapping to shit. <laughs> he's got he's to gotta face John Cena at Greatest Royal Rumble. He's got to look strong going in. Jesus. Wait, is that for real? That's what's been billed. Huh. Any other oh. thoughts? So you should. You have, you have some gripes. <laughs> Where do I begin? With, with AJ. WrestleMania 30. I'm not beginning with that, actually. I'm saving that for last. Oh, I'm saving that for last. Oh. You know what? I'm going to start with a story. I wrote... So... <laughs> I wrote a story. <laughs> the day after WrestleMania, I wrote down all my thoughts. I finally sat down and calmed down and sobered up. I wrote down my thoughts for most of the matches. Not too long, but I ended up writing a little story by accident. But it's kind of funny. I thought it was funny. And I'm going to start with it. So we're going to go... I'm not going to go from the card down. I'm going to go in a rambled order. Once upon a time, in a land far, far away, some part of California, I don't really fucking know where, there was a great wizard by the name of Dave Meltzer. And this great wizard foretold a great prophecy 
that the dastardly Vincent Kennedy McMahon would bring unto us the WWE Universe, an era of big dogs, to be the true and unstoppable face of WWE. And to prove said prophecy, the large canine would slay all possible opponents on his way to slaying the unstoppable, undefeated, undisputed, universal champion, the Beast. The big dog had taken out the King of Kings, the dead man. He went through a chamber of elimination to seek his revenge on the beast known as Bork Lasnor. And so he fought the beast once more on the grandest stage of them all. He sent spear after spear, punch after punch. But Brock would not take it. The big dog had narrowly escaped multiple hurricanes even bleeding due to the injuries sustained by the beast. But finally, he ended up succumbing to a seventh storm category F5. Why, WWE, did you seriously decide to have Brock win? I'm not going to call it a terrible match. It was okay. I like the brutality of it. I like the blood. But you've seriously been building this up since 31. And you literally had everybody swerved, including fucking Dave Meltzer. You literally had everybody hook, line, and sinker, thinking that at the end of 34, the pyro would go off and you'd hear, ladies and gentlemen, your new universal champion, Roman Reigns. See, if I can add if I could add something to that. Quickly. If you know when something's fucked when you swerve Dave Meltzer. You Vince, know something's fucked. Vince, you're not going to hear this. I don't care. What the fuck? Seriously. What the fuck? Besides that, where else do I go with this? The IC title match was fine. I thought it was a fun opener. I liked that Miz went in alone. You know? He was like, I don't need the mistrage. I can do this on my own. And he loses. Yeah, proves he needs the mistrage. It's fine. You keep the mistrage on TV, we're good. Paychecks. Um, Charlotte versus Asuka. Part of me wants to believe that there's good reasoning for Charlotte breaking that streak. Part of me wanted to believe that reasoning. And then SmackDown happened. And now part of me is very questioning about that entire thing. What does Asuka do after this? I don't know. It's not like, well, you know what sucks is they called up Ember Moon on Raw. And I thought Ember was going to be the one to do it finally, but nope, you know. They decided to uh, they decided to make the Superdome their arena where streaks are broken. I'm not going to talk about Ginger Mahal. Fuck that. <laughs> I forgot about that. So did I. <laughs> Jesus Christ, this should have been Rusev. Anyways. Um, yes, thank you. The Bludgeon Brothers... Part of me now is okay with them winning, only because, I don't know. It might you must have the alcohol might have been good by that point. Well, no, well, it was, but um, the match wasn't stellar. I mean, it wasn't going to be. You had the Usos and the New Day and the Bludgeon Brothers. Like, sure, they could have carried it if they got more than, I think they only got like five or six minutes. So that doesn't it it would have been nicer if it was you know the usos and just another team 
give him 15. But, you know, WWE had the priorities, it seems. Uh, <sighs> Take or Cena. Where do I begin with this one? Um, good work. Good work, Vince. You really knew how to fuck with everyone this night. Cena got his... Cena had his hopes up, ran to the back. He got everyone else's hopes up. Cena goes out, cuts his little promo. It's interrupted by Elias, of all people, which I thought was cool. I like that. More Elias, you know? More Elias. Um, and I was watching it with a bunch of buddies of mine, and I thought for the entire time... While Elias was there, I'm like, Taker's not showing up. He's actually like, this is legitimate. He's probably not going to show up. And then the lights went out. And part of me thought, okay, they're going to swear Cena again. The gong hits. The lights go. The fucking lightning struck the ring, and you saw Taker's hat and everything in the middle of the ring. That was cool. I, I actually really enjoyed that part. And then he actually came out. Smoke and all. And part of me was really surprised by that. Also, he looks like he's in really good shape, surprisingly, even though he just had hip surgery like a year ago. He looks he looks young again, you know? And I thought, wow. This is, um... This is it. It's pretty early on the card, but, hey. You know? Finally get to see it. That's cool. Match was 2 minutes and 45 seconds. It literally could have just been a blink and you miss it. No one's been able to beat Cena in that long of a time. Or that short of a time, rather. Took Brock 14, but he squashed him. Taker did in less than three minutes. What does that show? Doesn't show that Taker's weak. Sort of shows that... Or, not Taker, Cena's weak. Sort of shows that, no matter what, that WrestleMania is the Undertaker's yard. Um, I don't know. It was just... I mean, it's Undertaker's it, it, yard, unless you're the big dog. Yeah, it it really weirded me out, and I feel like if I rewatch it again, there's some. I feel like there's something in that match that I missed that might make a little more sense heading until you know later on this year or next year or whatever. But. I really don't think that if this was Taker's last mania, like actual, actual last mania, I don't know if him squashing Cena would be the way he wanted to go. But I'm not WWE creative. I'm not Taker. I'm not Vince. I'm not Kevin Dunn. I don't get to make those shots. Uh, Debray. Good for you, Debray. I'm glad you're back. Uh, Shane. Uh, what the fuck was I about to say? Shane, um, how do I put this? How do I put this? Ah, got it. Shane looked good, considering Daniel was injured for a good portion of the match. Decided ultimately to, you know, come back later and be the strong man and be the big guy going in. The big baby face gets his up, come back to the stadium he won his title in. I don't know. I thought it was fine. Uh, don't know what's going to happen to Cammy now, but uh, we'll see. 
So, remember that. Jax versus Bliss. That was fine. I thought it was an emotional. I thought it was not bad for a match. It was emotional. Did your two best friends, or I guess former best friends, going at it. Um, I wasn't paying as much attention to this match as I wanted to, in all fairness, because uh, my roommate was with me. And every five minutes, he kept saying, dude, Alexa Bliss is really hot. And I'm like, okay, I'm trying to watch this match. So it kind of got a little annoying. <laughs> Shout out but to you. Fine. Shout oh out to God. you. I love you so you much. Right? Who doesn't? Um, Braun. Braun, 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 Braun. Really? You pick a fucking 10-year-old out of the crowd, just so happens to be a referee's son, and you make him your tag partner. If it was for, like, some fucking charity thing or whatever, you know, maybe that would have been fine. You give the kid a little moment, but, like, really, dude? Now they have to have this fucking tag team, whatever the fuck they're called, Eliminator? I think Kurt's calling it. Um, like, it just it screws up everything. I'm like, why in the first place did you do this? When you could have just had Braun do this by himself. Like, okay. In all fairness, though, it's kind of cute. I know Cesaro probably didn't like it. But that is also what it is. Now. Now that I'm a little calm. Oh, man. I have a gripe to pick. Actually, no, I didn't. I forgot to talk about the mixtape, didn't I? I did. Um, Hey, good for Rousey. I love that she put Triple H and I looked like she managed to pick up Triple H and slam him. That was cool. Uh, it was nice seeing actual intergender wrestling on a WrestleMania stage. Something new, you know, just nice. Uh, glad Rousey picked up the win. Don't know what the fuck Stephanie's doing now, but, uh, you know, Triple H has the greatest Royal Rumble match with Cena coming up. And uh, Kurt Angle's just Kurt Angle. You know, good old American gold medalist dad, Kurt Angle. Drunkle Kurt. Drunkle Kurt. And that is all the feel-good, but also really dumb, that's a lie, stuff of media. Now... For the real gripe I had with this entire fucking show. <clears throat> Two years ago, January 4th, 2016, Wrestle Kingdom 10, New Japan's biggest event of the year. The semi main event of that night for the IWGP Intercontinental Heavyweight Championship. For the first time, Ever in their careers in a singles match put two of the greatest wrestlers wrestlers to ever step foot in the ring together. The king of strong style, the man who could kick your head off if he wanted to. Shinsuke Nakamura versus the man who arguably built TNA. That isn't named Jeff Jarrett. The man who proved that the indies can be a threat to the sports entertainment industry just doesn't have to be WWE anymore. The phenomenal AJ Styles. 
35 minutes that match went. Nakamura came out on top. Some say it's one of the greatest matches in Wrestle Kingdom history. Some say it's probably the best match that both men have ever pulled off in a singles match. Some say it wouldn't be able to be topped. Some say it would never happen again. Money in the bank. Nakamura and Styles are involved in the match. They have a face-off. It tees to the crowd. Hey, you want this? Maybe. They had a little had a little scuffle, and that was it. Corbin won that match, but whatever. Fast forward to AJ Styles winning the WWE title again off of Jinder Mahal, just before Survivor Series. At that point, people didn't know what the plan was. Maybe he'd walk into the new year with it. Maybe he won't. We'll see. 2018. Styles does indeed walk into the new year with a WWE title. It gets closer and closer. People like me thought it may actually happen. We might finally get the match that a lot of people have wanted to see on American soil finally happen. The Royal Rumble. Styles opens up the night, retains his title in the triple threat match against Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Halfway through the card, the Men's Royal Rumble, Shinsuke Nakamura wins it at number 24, I believe. I think. Something like that. Anyways, not the point. And now people are thinking, oh, this is it. This is it. WWE is pulling the trigger on what will be a money match. If they know that they want to get the indie crowd coming to see this show, they have to pull that out of their ass and get it ready. Key words are pull it out of their ass. Elimination Chamber rolls around. Styles retains his title in the chamber. Oh, no, wait, what am I saying? I mean Fastlane. Fuck. My bad. Anyways, I was so close. Fastlane comes around, six-pack challenge. That's why I thought of it. Styles retains in the Fastlane. Fastlane six-pack. I'm so tired. And it's confirmed. The banner comes up. The graphics is there. Shinsuke Nakamura versus AJ Styles for the WWE Championship at WrestleMania. This time, this time, maybe it's time that we crown fucking Nakamura as WWE champ, considering he's had so many bad calls in the past against gender. <sighs> WrestleMania comes around. The two gentlemen make their entrances. The crowd's ready. I was ready. And it was lackluster. It wasn't what it sh- I don't want to say should have been because I'm going to that's saying that I'm basing it off the expectations of people like me that thought it was going to be, you know, another five star like they pulled off or actually, I think it was a four and a half maybe, I don't remember. But regardless, the people thought it was going to be another, you know, instant classic with just technical wrestling all over the place, chain wrestling, nutty spots, you know. I thought they were going to get longer because they were they were pretty early. They were not pretty early, but like 
the third last match on the card, you know. And um, there was an ample bit of time between that and what would have been the closing minutes of WrestleMania. But, you know, I thought they were going to get 30 minutes, maybe. 35 is pushing it, but 30. 30 would have been fine. 20, 25 even. 25 between 30 minutes would have been fine. But um, everything was just... I don't know. It was just it was just boring, honestly. Watching that match, it didn't even. By the time Nakamura went for the Kinshasa, I'm fucking calling it the Bomaye. Never mind. I'm calling it the Bomaye. I'm sticking to that. By the time he went for that, and it got reversed into the Styles Clash, I thought, okay, Nakamura's kicking out of this, and this match is going a while. One, two, three. What the fuck? In Japan, they pulled out their finishers at least three or four times before, like, a fucking three count was even made. It took two Bomayes to AJ Styles to put him down at the end of their Magic Kingdom. And it took one Styles Clash throughout all 20 minutes of that to put down Shinsuke Nakamura. This was... This was supposed to be probably, honestly, I thought this was going to be up to par with all the stuff from TakeOver. That wasn't, it's just, like with Gargano Champa, you know, you had two of the best indie guys out there in this sort of like, in their sort of age pool, pulling off a five-star. And you have AJ and Nakamura, or, you know, Nakamura's, I think, 37 now, AJ's 40. But regardless, they can still put on great matches. There was just nothing nothing great about it. Like, you... I've said this already. I'm going to say it again. Like, Vince, what the fuck? You literally had two of the greatest wrestlers to ever step foot in the ring in this, like, in this current modern era of professional wrestling. You had legitimately two of the greatest, like, technical wrestlers to ever fucking step foot that aren't named, like, Okada and, you know, Kenny Omega and those guys. And you literally did nothing with them. Nothing about that match was spectacular enough that I will remember it. I mean, like, okay. Like, really? That isn't... I don't know. The heel turn from Nakamura after the match? That's lackluster. No, I'm going to say it's smart. Honestly, like, I feel like it might be a good idea to finally have him be a heel. I think it's actually a good idea. Nakamura did well as a heel. As a face, I mean, that's fine. But, like, look, I get WWE doesn't work well with foreign heels. I get that. Okay? They do sometimes, but not all the time. But I think their best bet right now is to turn Nakamura heel. And since they've already done the sequel to The Match, as we've been calling it for months, and as I've been more and more hyped up for it, until finally I just... I just didn't care about it as much as I thought I would at the end of the night. So, yeah, that, I don't know. WWE, like, 
The other thing I had to, like, I thought about this after was this was a night where they just didn't like all their their Japanese talent, I guess. I don't know. You had two Japanese talent win the Rumbles, and you had both of them lose. And when you think about it, you had three people that came into the WrestleMania that won gimmick matches. You know, two Rumble winners and a Chamber winner. They all lost. The fuck was that supposed to tell? That none of that's, like, that it's all meaningless? That, you know, we just do this for a facade? Like, I mean, prove something. To, hold on. I don't want to say it's not. And I don't want to say that none of that correlates to literally what I just said. To end this, all I'm trying to say is I really don't know how to feel about WWE booking anymore. That's the bet. You're, it's fine. Um, there were so many questionable decisions made, and me being, you know, being a kid at heart, as we all are, and being Marks, as we all are, you disappointed a lot of people. A lot of people. This the, is, oh. Sorry. The casual fans, <laughs> casual fans got something. The older fans got questionably something with Taker and Cena, and the indie fans that want to, you know, actually jump ship to well, not jump ship. I don't want to say that. It sounds like they're abandoning Ring of Honor and those companies. Um, that wanted to check out Mania and see what it was all about. For all the New Japan Ring of Honor fans that are also not not avid followers of WWE, but like you know casual, that said, hey, they're doing Nakamura Styles on American soil. It's going to be at their biggest event of the year. We should totally go check this out. This will be a great time. This will be fun. It'll be a great match. Um, a lot. A lot was very questionable, and normally, normally I'm excited when I talk about, up uh, like you know, post pay per view or something regarding you know Nakamura or Styles are two of my favorite wrestlers in the world. But I don't know; it just really bummed me out. Really did. WrestleMania just wasn't as good as it should have been, you know? It's supposed to be the showcase of the Immortals. The immor- only Immortal technically there was Taker. That wasn't really much of a showcase for him, was it? Two and a fucking half minute squash? You had an Immortal streak. Got got broken. You had what was supposed to be an Immortal Big Dog. Got beaten down and bloodied. I don't know what they had planned for Mania. And I know that a lot of people thought, a lot of people had high expectations, since it was probably one of the best cards they've had in maybe a decade. But, um, yeah, normally, normally takeovers are always better than the pay-per-view they come for, or they proceed, rather, is what I'm trying to say, normally. And... You would have thought with a card like that, they would have been able to. Pres- they wouldn't have been able to 
not stand up to Mania. Take her new take over New Orleans was perfect in every way. And Mania was not perfect it, it in was, every way. It was night and day. It was it It was night and day. Like absolutely was. And I, part of it too, I've heard that a lot of booking changed like the day of. And I'm gonna include we're talking about Roman and Brock. And I've heard that I've read from a few different places that Vince changed Tyler? it for good reason. Yes. I wasn't finished. Go ahead. I'm glad you brought that up, though. If they really made all those book, like, not all, but if they made booking changes the day of, I don't care what the original plans were, but I want to know why. I just want to know why. I'm done. Go. <laughs> so, like, um, so, like, Ty brought up a good point of, uh, like, how I go in with low expectations. Like, low-key, like, maybe, I've, maybe I'm just, a, I'm like, I'm a, I feel like I'm a lot different fan than y'all in the sense of how I approach my shows. But, like, I, like I've been burned enough times by this company to know how to walk into a show like this and like but like you got you are right in a sense like it was there it was like like we all like people walked in like kind of knowing what was going to happen and that wasn't necessarily bad we were ready to pop for these people like we were fine with it and the bludgeon brothers is not what people thought but that's that was just awful sorry ty but i've never like like walked out of a WWE show quite as frustrated and confused as I was this past WrestleMania. Utterly baffled. And that's what I kept putting in the chat because like I couldn't I couldn't even form an opinion. I was just baffled by like why they decided to make the decisions that they were making. I agree. And going like finishing the point that I was making, um the point I have heard that the point of changing Roman Brock and the finish of that was because Vince read the crowd and knew that Roman was not going to get the reaction that they wanted. And so they decided to go with Brock at the very last minute. The refs didn't know. The the um, the commentators didn't know. Nobody knew except for Roman, Brock, and Vince. And some lead writers. But nobody else. And uh, apparently... The reason that it happened was for the crowd reaction, and because with the Greatest Royal Rumble coming up, they're able to have the rematch at um, in Saudi Arabia in the steel cage, and Vince feels that the international crowd will react better to Reigns. So, if I'm honest, I just wish that it was like, you know... I wish that it wasn't so obvious. I, I wish they didn't make it so obvious that they were going to have Reigns win the title at Mania. Because now that it didn't happen, it was almost like we're mad that it didn't happen. Because, yeah. Um, that that live crowd wasn't mad that it happened. No, that's true. It's true. They've, I think they were cheering because the match was over. I think it was more of the match is over and they were happy <laughs> about it. Not because, not because, like, you know. Oh, what a... Like... I don't understand what, like, had them decide that. Like, 
I do, but I don't. Like, the, the crowd, they had to know what they were getting themselves into. And the crowd was going to, they had to expect that. No? Yeah, I mean. Like, they knew what they were doing. I don't understand why they waited till the week before to be like, you know what? Fuck it. We're going to swerve everybody. Dude, it's like they really did swerve everybody. And the thing is, we're it's so funny because at first we're mad that it was going to happen. And they set it up and they had it there and it didn't happen. And we're almost mad that what we didn't want to happen didn't happen. But it's because they built it up so obviously. Like, but and and this is like a roundtable discussion that we want to have is like predictability is not a bad thing in pro wrestling. This is a case in point. The unpredictable thing happened, and we're mad about it. That's because of the like the the unpredictable thing didn't make sense. It, like, like we're we're building up, like we're building up this unstoppable beast. He's running through your roster, and we're bringing up the the the, the beast. Slayer, we're bringing in, you know, Hercules, or, you know, like, that's, that's the, you know, the gimmick here, right? Like, we're bringing someone to slay the giant. And then when you have the giant go over, everyone goes, well, what the fuck, why? Now what? Like, like what, now? Now, like, now, like, you're just gonna have them win it in a month later at a random live event? Like, <laughs> the thing is, what they're doing now that they know that they want to do it there, they're building it up like a pay-per-view, like a huge show. Cena Taker, the 50-man rumble, every title being on the line, like, it's insane. So we're burying WrestleMania. Yeah, basically. So WrestleMania meant jack shit. At this point, yeah. I sat there for five hours for nothing. Seven for some people, According according to Vince, yeah. (laughs) Well, Vince, you're lucky we're paying $9.99 for your network. But that's, because the, it's like, that's part of the network it's, thing. That's part of the network debate we always have. It's cheaper now, so six, the pay-per-view quality can go down, and they don't—they won't take a huge hit because everyone will still buy if, it. Because if this was a seventy-dollar show, WrestleMania is like eighty dollars in HD, like if I remember correctly. Yeah. Like it's—it's it's not a cheap show. Mm-mm. And like, if like someone spent eighty dollars on this show, I would want my money back. Agreed. Agreed. So. I will I will splice myself in here for once. Please do. And and <laughs> and rem- uh, previously, just branching off of what you said, Ty. If this was like, for example, like Brock Rowan, if that really was a last minute decision, that was a really bad decision to be pulling out of your ass. I agree. Um, you know, I will say, like I said before, I actually did enjoy the match, and it made sense for what they were going for. Brock is this unstoppable monster. Nothing can put him away. But Roman is building himself up in the same way, where he's overcome the odds in multiple situations and looked very strong, I might add. And they built him up to resist all these F5s from Brock, who ironically has been looking like a bitch. And he, he, like, they made it a big deal. Like, it took seven F5s to pin him. And I was thinking, okay, so... There was a sp- the spot where the- he did the-, the slingshot spears, like, one after another. I thought that was it. I thought that was done. Where he went off one rope and then off the other, I thought that was it. And it wasn't. Brock hit a 7th at 5 and put him away. 
Like, they kept throwing finishers out at each other, and it, it looked like it was going to be... Roman takes a million F5s after everyone gets put away after one, and Roman would win, and it would make sense. And all would be right with the wrestling world, and we could get on with this and move on. But no, they decided to not do that. Currently, the the uh, the the details of Brock's contract are virtually unknown to majority of the public. The only thing that is certain is that he did sign a new deal, and that he's allowed to do UFC while doing it. Yeah, so he's going to be so doing I UFC. So I must. I would assume then that it's three year deal, which God help us, I don't need three more years of Brock. Well, like I, yeah. This 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 is enough. This was enough. Like well, I think like we, now I'm getting the wear and tear of Brock. I want Brock. I like Brock. I don't I want him to be champion. That's the thing. Make him a part time guy. Don't make him the champion, because he's t- a terrible champion. As a part time guy, you should not be champion. As a part time guy, you should be a part time guy. That's that isn't really my issue. That like the booking with Brock has been pretty awful, and like. For me, I th- to me, I think it's I because he's there all the time, and they need to do something with him to make his character fresh. Right? That's what I'm saying. There's too much Brock here. Yeah. Like, we had, he we needs had to too be, much Brock. He needs to be a part-time guy. Yeah. I liked when Brock, like, rolled in, like, the fucking Calvary had finally arrived at, like, the end of a movie, where it's like, oh, no, like, oh, there we go. Yeah. Finally. Yep. Not like this. Hey, Brock's gonna be here in like. Two I months. was literally about to say that. Like when they when they hyped it every time he's gonna make an appearance. That's just and because their ticket like, numbers go down. And they need to sell it. No, I have no problem with them announcing that Brock's gonna be there. I just like every other week. It's like, oh, like I don't need this much Brock. Like I tried to give you the metaphor that Brock is Christmas, which you didn't buy. But you know, it's fine. Uh, no, I I get it now. I understand it now. I'm with you on this now. We're on the same page. So. It's okay. Let the record show that you are you do have me on this one now. You are right. That's the word you want to hear. Yeah. You are right. You know what else I'm right about? What are you? What Undertaker. Are you... you know what? The match did what it had to do, and I I oh, don't care. It was unnecessary. No, it did. It, it was. It, it did was what, super unnecessary. The fa- it did what it had to do to finish the story. Is what I mean. I had I had a super good laugh about it because it was super unnecessary. I mean it. It was and the we one match we haven't gotten. It was one match. Well, he broke down the character, but then look what happened. Oh. He got his fucking shit wrecked. As he should have. It's fine, yeah. I but mean, it was, it, was, it was all horrible. It was a pretty horrible build. There are rumors that it's... he might come back and call him out for a number, another match next year. Oh, my God. Bullshit. Yup, I know. They, they need to understand that eventually they're going to have to do a show without Taker. Like, they've... I mean, at this, at so this point now, Vin, at this point now, it, like doing a like they need to accept that. Yeah, Taker can't do another match at this point. Vince can't even wrap his fucking head around that. They were it's sad. so it's close. Sad what we're doing now. It's sad what we're doing now. Let the man re- really let is. the man retire with his new hip. Let the man retire <laughs> with his new hip. So two things came out for me with in in this mania is they are really not ready to accept that Taker can't do Mania. And, uh... The sad thing is, Taker thinks really he can still do... Sorry, they still... They, they give up on what? They, I think they... Like, I'm slowly starting to think they're giving up on this Roman Reigns as the face of the company. They, oh, they are. Not, 100%. Not, doesn't mean they're not going to push him hard. 
or like throw they're him in the title. Gonna, they're still going to give him the title. That's the thing. They're so they're stubborn. Gonna... They're still going to give him the title. But I'm not buying that they want to do this this face of the company thing. No, after, I agree. Like especially after this year, like they're like, oh, ugh, ugh. which we were all saying four years ago or three years ago. But you know, it's fine. You know, better late than never. Listen, if they so built him up the right way, maybe it would have been different. But they just they shoved him down our throats. I don't agree with that, but the way they booked him was pretty horrible. Listen, I don't just think the they fact shoved that them down. the fact that they had Daniel Bryan right there, and they were like, "Hey, look, it's Roman Reigns." We're like, for, "It's been like this," and I'm gonna quote, "I'm gonna quote in Paul what year? Because this is how it was. Oh. This was how it was. We had Daniel Bryan the whole time, right? And they were like, "Oh, look, it's Roman Reigns," and we're like, "No, we we want Daniel Bryan." And they're like. But yeah, but they like, but here's not. Roman Reigns. They that did is not the first they year they did it with. Well, that's what that's what Paul Heyman also was saying. The first that year, is not what they the first did. year they did it with Batista. I will admit they did it with Batista at the first time. That was dumb. But they but still shoved Roman Reigns. They were still like, oh, but we'll keep an eye out for good old Stop. Roman Reigns. And Stop. then the next Stop. year they were like, we we're like Daniel Bryan's back. He's back from injury. And they were like, yeah, but Roman Reigns. Hold on. If you want, wait, no. If you wanted Daniel Bryan to win the the Rumble to go on to face Brock, you are the dumbest wrestling fan alive. I'm that would have been horrible. That's not me. That would have been horrible. That, that would have been horrible. Tim, relax. Take a deep breath, son. That's not me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Paul, like, Paul Heyman. Sorry, was, that that argument really grinds my gears. With like Bryan should not and did shouldn't have won that Rumble in 2015. He shouldn't have. With Brock was, being champion, it would have been a disaster. It would have been horrible. Like it would have, it would have made Brock look really bad, in my opinion. So like, like that is not just a matchup that just shouldn't have happened. They could have just not had and Brock. They could have just not given the title to Brock, and it would have been all fine. So look, man, they had him suplex Cena out of the main event. There was a whole reason behind that title run, which was fantastic, by the way. Fuck you. <laughs> I like to. <laughs> I you know I. I didn't that like one either was than this one. Yeah, I nope, said that, that one I said that this one, one was better than the old one for a long time, but I'm starting to think that the old one is better is better than this one and I didn't even like the old one. The old one sucked. I, he was never I there. Being, I tire of being right. I completely disagree with you though. <laughs> like both of his reigns were shit. Where no, was he? Where was our champion? He was gone. Man, our man, champion was not there. Were we watching the first title reign? The first title reign was great. The reason why we I watch- wasn't watching was because he wasn't there. Which was fine at that time. No, it wasn't. It's still- it was because, you know what? Bullshit. It was because we were building – because we had Suplex John out of the main event, and we were trying to get Seth in the main event. There was no place for Brock at that time, but Brock was holding on to the little title, and we don't need it. We didn't need the title at that time. And then when he came back, he looked like a fucking monster, and we remembered why he was holding the title in the first place. Wow. Very well booked. The second time, fucking horrible. Brock Lesnar just doesn't need to be here. He doesn't need to be champion. Well, thank you. Someone said it. Look, look, I'm I'm under that impression too. Like, like, but like, if I had to do, if I had to pick, I'm going with the first one. If I had to pick, I also would go with the first one because the second this time he just buried everybody. Oh, stop it. Beating, running through, and a burial is not the same thing. Was he running through the roster? Yes, he was. Was he burying the roster? No. 
Sorry. Sure. He was running through the roster, so it left him with no challengers. And even after Roman lost to him at Mania, first question I asked myself was, now what? Rematch! <laughs> yeah. And now it's going to be in a steel cage where Roman can escape the cage and not pin him. That's what's going to happen. So uh, Brock can always come back and look strong to job out to Bobby Lashley. And speaking of Bobby Lashley, we're going to move into Raw. He's back. We're... Fuck that. He looks good, though. He looks good. Um, his finisher is really boring. It's just a suplex. I mean, that was his finisher like 10 years ago. It's just a fucking suplex. It was the dominator was a running power slam. I'm pretty sure. Oh, or well, he can't slam. he can't do that anymore because Braun has the running power slam. It was a, no 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 no. It was a it was a oh, fuck. They don't call it these names. I need Joey Styles. Uh, yeah no. It was some uh, power slam variant. I bet. I don't know. He looked cool, yeah, but you yeah, know, it was good. I um, I don't want to see Bobby Lashley. The crowd but. booed him when he came out to. Beat up Elias. As they should. Yeah, yep. I heard, I they popped. They popped. They popped, but then they realized, oh shit, he's going to destroy Elias, and then they booed. That's because that's dumb. And Bobby Lashley is dumb. And how, what is his contract? Is he part-time? How long, how long is he he's here? He's probably going to be part-time. Uh, I could do like one match, and that would be fine. He could never He's definitely going to do that. more than one match. Ugh. Leave it at like f- five matches or something. And we want to go like even like matches? three, three matches. That I'd be f- totally content with that. Anything more than three is just not going to be good. <laughs> Look, and we want to go to Mania next year. God help us. God help us. <laughs> Listen, not anymore. I don't. I don't either. Yeah, I don't either. I am I- excited though because this week finally, Samoa Joe came finally, back. finally this week though coming up. Finally, is the superstar shakeup? Oh my God, it's about damn time. They are we just gonna ignore? Are we just gonna ignore the rest of the call-ups? No, I was just acknowledging the fact that the superstar shakeup's happening, and that I'm going to the SmackDown oh. edition of the shakeup. So that's that's lit. Yeah. Oh, are you? Yeah, I got tickets last night. Oh yeah, that's right. You got tickets. Go with my pops. Oh, didn't get an extra ticket for me. I didn't know you would want to come to Providence, my guy. Oh. You're going. Wait, what? It's in Rhode Island, dude. It's in Providence. Oh hell. Yeah. Okay. Um. Anyway, yeah. The rest of the but, um, rest of the show. The rest of the week was pretty solid. Uh, uh, Smackdown. Raw, yeah. Okay. I was gonna say Smackdown Raw, got Raw nobody. Is... Smackdown got nobody. Raw got it, Amber Moon, No Way Jose, AOP, and the Authors of Pain. And yeah. and Smackdown just got the iconic duo. That's it. I mean, it's fine because they don't need to take anybody from NXT right now because they're going to switch up their rosters anyway. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's fair. I'm I'm hoping that uh, SmackDown gets more than Raw this time because they need it. I'm assuming yeah. somebody's a couple big names are going to go over to SmackDown. Let's send Reigns to SmackDown. Yeah, I agree. I am 100% with so you. A, so, so where we're coming from this is there was a mock picture that Ty sent to the group chat where it had Reigns going to SmackDown, and I was like, Yes, let's get him away from majority well, of the WWE audience. Especially because be we really good idea. Well, at first we were under the impression that he was gonna lose the he was gonna win the universal title. Well, and so when I saw that, I was like, that's not gonna happen. He's gonna win the title. He's gonna be stay on Raw. And now that he lost the title, I'm like, well, now this can actually happen. Moving Ro- so the picture had Roman, Jeff, Oscar, Sasha Banks, Shit. Revival Bar, and Elias going to SmackDown. I like all of them except for Elias. 
because like Elias should be staying on Raw. He's a start. I can I could see Elias going to SmackDown. Uh, the Drifter gimmick is the only reasonable reason behind that, I guess, it's just so he can drift around on SmackDown instead you know, of Raw. You know what I want? But SmackDown doesn't have time for his shenanigans. You know, like that's Raw. true. You know what I want though? I want this. I want Seth Rollins to go to SmackDown with the IC title. Can we stop putting the best singles worker want, on? And I want Jinder Mahal right now to come to Raw. But I, I want. want but here's the come. thing. Here's the thing. I want Jinder. I want them to draft the title, not like SmackDown did with the U.S. title, and have it Jinder versus Orton. Winner takes the title to Raw. Orton wins the title back. Wow, way to bury gender. <laughs> I don't give a fuck at this point. Way to hinder the gender. Wow. No, no, he's got to go into Saudi Arabia with the title. That is why but- they're doing it. <laughs> that that, that really is why they're doing totally it. Totally dumb, but sure. Hey, and then they, they have to pay him back. They, they owe him one after they told him the, the whole year they were going to have him go to India as WWE so, champion. Then to Raw, we're sending Shinsuke, which eh, oh, I guess. And, uh, Jeff Hardy to go oh. to SmackDown as well. We, yeah, we already said that. Uh, Charlotte could go to Raw. Uh, Shinsuke I, I shouldn't guess. go to Raw. Shinsuke, Shinsuke should, should not go, go to Raw. He should feud with AJ right now. But Daniel Becky Bryan. Go to Raw. So I was going to skip his name for the time being because there's like storyline stuff that we have to talk about oh, with him. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, Ka- <clears throat> so Team Cammy was going to go to Raw. I think they need to split Team Cammy. Here's the thing. I think Team- That's what I said. I was talking to Yusuf and Colin about it the other day. Here's what they should do. They should have Sammy stay on SmackDown and fight for a job as El Generico. And then have KO go to Raw. They're not doing that. I mean, how else they is Sammy going to get his fight. job back on SmackDown? Just by being Sammy. Being friends with Paige. Uh, Baron Corbin to Raw. Which, yes. 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 That would be so good. Uh, because somebody who can book an already decently booked star. Holy oh, shit. Oh, and also? And also the fact that uh, Vince, I, I think we were saying this in the chat, Vince still has faith in Corbin. Huge amount which, of faith. Which, God bless him. I'm glad. I'm for glad. One, for once, Vince sees it. Vince has faith in somebody that we like. <laughs> Not everybody, <laughs> but kind, some of us. And he kind of looks like somebody Vince would push. He's a big sweaty man. Tyler says, Tyler says he should get a haircut, but I don't think he should, but that's fine. Aiden English did in the middle of WrestleMania. That was pretty funny. All of a sudden, he comes out bald. By the way, we backtracked to Mania. The bar got the dilapidated boat. Did anyone notice? <laughs> You we watched <laughs> together, so I noticed. <laughs> and yeah, so I popped for that. But uh, the yeah, anything else on Raw? Some more Joe came. Uh, Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy are now officially a tag team. They're probably going to be the ones to win oh. the, the Raw tag titles next when they face the Bar oh. in Saudi Arabia. Yawn. Um, the yeah, revi- kind of the yawn. Re- oh, the revival should go to SmackDown as well. That, or, or yeah, the we- club. Could the club get on TV? Is that an option? <laughs> the club lost to the Revival on Raw. That's that's why I'm saying. The Revival should go to SmackDown with Finn. Or, sorry, and, the club should go to SmackDown with Finn. And hang out with AJ and Shinsuke. Yes, exactly. My point. Triple threat? Stop. Hey, be good. Look, look, I, I don't... Like, look, I would never, I'm never getting my hopes up for that again. That was truly, truly awful. Uh huh. I don't understand. I really don't. But you it know, had all the tools. 
It literally had two of the best workers in the world. It had a title, a world title in WWE on their biggest stage. What went what went wrong? Um, I and it wasn't just the outcome. It wasn't just the outcome. It was the entire match. Yeah. The entire match was just... Like, it was... Like, I understand that they, like, they know a New Japan style, and I think that's what they were trying to do, but, like, that was slow for New Japan. That was... They were trying to be New Japan, and they kind of failed miserably. But, like, they weren't even being good at New Japan stuff, and I was like, what is happening right now? This is, like, bad. Oh, um... Yeah, so you wanted to say something about Daniel Bryan, though, about storyline. Oh, okay, yeah, I can move on to that. So, so Paige is the GM of SmackDown. Oh, Daniel Bryan terminated as GM, and he's been reinstated as a full-time superstar. God bless that whole entire situation. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. You know what I didn't like at Mania? They didn't really have him do anything. They didn't like yeah, that. Yeah, they had him you know, come back in his, yeah. in his return match, and they literally had him sit out almost the entire they match. Had him, they had him just do the WrestleMania 30 angle, which I was like, Why? Like, I, no, I know why, but, like, why? You're like, come on. It shows that, I, I feel like it shows they didn't really have much faith in him, and they wanted him to play safe, because they didn't really know, they didn't want him to get hurt yeah. again. Which is understandable, but still, like, come on. So, and then, so on SmackDown now, he's a full-time star, currently for the SmackDown brand, and we're wasting dream matches by putting him right into a match with Styles. Because we're not going to give him to somebody who could hurt him, like uh, Mojo. So, you know. Waste in dream matches right after other dream matches are shit. So, but, you know. And the thing awful. is, too, they really did waste it, too. Because they didn't really expect that match to happen that night. Which is, which is fair. Because they, you know. I'm sure, like, SmackDown, all of a sudden, their writing room is, like, it's like flying papers everywhere. Like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Now we've got to write this asshole back in. <laughs> we gotta write this asshole back in. Road Dog's like, now how can I fuck this up? <laughs> Word. Road Dog will... Word. Daniel uh, Bryan's back. How can I fuck this up? Was Road Dog booking the entire WrestleMania show? Because that would make a lot of sense. Clearly, he booked the SmackDown <laughs> would. side because he'll turn. Did they? Did they just give him the golden pen and say, "It's your show. Do what you want." In the year that Jeff Jarrett gets inducted into the Hall of Fame. Road Dog as the head writer for WrestleMania. Oh. Brian. Not even the writer for WrestleMania. Just says, here, you pick the outcomes. Yeah. Brian, Brian Road Dog James, please stay away from WWE right now. Please, for the uh, love of fucking God. The head writer for SmackDown, so good luck. I will say, uh, so for my opinion, because. That? No, I know. It's, okay. So. For my for my two cents on AJ Shinsuke, it was very underwhelming, extremely underwhelming. Um, but yeah, I'm with Yusuf in the fact that um, they really did not have any other choice but to turn Shinsuke heel, and it clearly shows that they want to continue this feud. And I'm excited to see Shinsuke as a heel in WWE. Um, his first night as a heel on SmackDown was actually pretty great. Um, he had an interview. That backstage. was amazing. He had an interview backstage. Yeah, and then Renee was like, How, "Like I am, like why'd you do that to AJ?" And he's like, "Oh, it was it was an accident. You know, I got caught in the moment, and I'm I'm so sorry." And then he winked, and then she asked him another question, and he just goes, "I'm sorry," 
no speak English and just left. And I was uh, like, you are a star. So, I, yep. I was like, I was like, so this just eclipsed everything you did on Sunday. I bless you for it. Yep. It, I was like, you were back in the eyes of the fans after a rough night. I but, really thought that was the night they were going to have Shinsuke like, become the new face of SmackDown to send AJ to Raw. Huh? I really thought. Mm, we thought. We, we thought. But, you know, but hey, it was a weekend of burials for New Japan. It's hey, fine. It's, it is fine. It is, it is going to be okay. Everything is fine. Everything will be okay. Except Bullet Club. <laughs> I will eventually not be frustrated with this company as soon as they start making right decisions. They they made Rollins oh that'll champ. be the day they made Rollins champ so they made one right decision. That's true. Well, according to me, according to a lot of people, um, he definitely deserved it. He works his ass off. He should be the because... face of this company. Tim, I agree with what you say. Um, you and I have been on the same page about that. He should be the face of this company. He's so likable. <laughs> yeah, he's he is like even as a heel, like when he was a heel and he was doing like. New like on like news anchor stuff like yeah because he was kind of defending the business in general when they were talking shit to him like he's he's he ran with it and I'm just waiting for when we can get back to this point again <laughs> oh, let's bring back Hugh Rollins with the laugh <laughs> let's put a, let's get in a couple segments with New Day because they're always fantastic together and when is New Day gonna break up. That's Never. my question. I'm just curious about that. Never. Your um, boy. Biggie's got to get. All right, listen. Biggie's got a push he's lined up for at some point. Uh, pass. Uh, Vince loves him. Big uh, sweaty pass. man. Yeah. Uh, pass. That man by himself as a single star is about as charismatic as a piece of wood. If he has the charisma that he has in the New Day, he'll be fine. But he's bouncing off other people. I hear that. That's the thing. None of these guys really have charisma outside of bouncing off of them. I hear that. Um, I could see them doing that, though, and have Kofi and Xavier still together. Like, Xavier just be Kofi's manager. Because I really See, I want want Xavier to be uh, Big E. Oh, actually, that would be better. Same, yeah. Instead of Big E, I would rather see Xavier Woods do a singles run. That would be... Nope. I would... He's the least... He's the Smooth least skilled pass. out of the two, out of the three. Smooth I mean. pass. Smooth he's, pass. He's, he's barely passable in the ring. Like I, I'm not gonna say he's trash, but I don't get why of... people were excited to see him in that U.S. title tournament a few weeks back. Rip to you. They were some people actually thought he was gonna do it too. Oh, you, you know, thought. Have... You thought. <laughs> well, you know, there are certain people who you know are just not quite as intelligent that's fine wow <laughs> it's, wow it's it's fine i'm going for the for the hot take i'm so frustrated at wrestlemania so yeah that's just I've how i feel i've definitely cooled off from it i mean now that we have to talk about it again it, i'm like remembering how frustrated. it did waste my time but like you know it could have been worse like well at least i didn't go in with high expectations See, like here's everybody the, else here's the thing I'm trying to think how better it could have gotten if some of the outcomes were different, and it's hard to think of what would make me happier. Like it's hard. Uh, like, it's hard. Like put if Roman over, like obviously, I wouldn't be happy about be happy. it though. I would feel the same way if Roman won. I was honestly oh. kind of enjoying the fact that Brock I, won. 
because I just wanted to get the story out of the way is what I was trying to do. Yeah, uh, that's fair. We have honestly Charlotte could stay winning. That's fine. No, we could that's just a not hard have un- pass. Hard pass. We could have Undertaker not show up. I'm fine. We could I'd have the Bludgeon Brothers get lose. We could not have the Bludgeon Brothers win. Uh, that's nope. Uh, AJ- I'm tired of seeing the Usos and the New Day at the top. Sorry. AJ and Shinsuke could have had a real match. Yes, a thousand times. Yes, that's the biggest letdown. Uh, Nicholas could not have happened. Yep. The fact that they yeah. still recognize him too. They still recognize him. He's the they were they touted the fact that he's the youngest champion in WWE history now. Like Rene du- Dupree is crying somewhere. It's fine. Oh my god, dude, so garbage. Poor Rene Dupree. John Cone, you are fired, my good sir. I love John Cone. <laughs> it's his son. He was I know. I he was great Nicholas, on the- I literally thought Nicholas was a girl at first. John Cone was great on the Michael Cole and JBL show. Oh, I didn't even see that. Oh, man. Do you remember the Cole and JBL show, Colin? I remember it. I just haven't seen it. Yeah. But I don't remember that episode. Yeah. He was in a lot of episodes. He was like a recurring... He was a recurring cast member. Was I the only one that watched Cole and JBL? Oh, it's good show. Good show. Listen. Way better than Long Island IZ or whatever the fuck. I also could have been... I also could have done without surprise gender. Yikes. Yeah, I could have done without surprise gender. Surprise gender. Yeah. Like, like I sat there and I went, you know what? I, I'm fine with Rusev. I honestly, I thought rude because I was like, that makes sense. And then I was like, eh, or Rusev because he's over and fuck it. it why would not? It would make sense for Rusev to win too because he was added last minute. Yeah. Well, if Dolph Ziggler has taught us anything, being added at the last minute is surefire victory. True. Yep. And then he'll drop the title the next night, but it's fine. It's really fine. He didn't even drop it. He relinquished it, just like Braun and Nicholas. That, well, he he did. That is dropping a title, technically. He did drop it in the middle of the ring. That is fair. That is fair. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what has this become? Oh, man. It's become a me troll session. I don't know. I'm just... These rosters really do need some some fresh faces. Some shake, some shaking up. Uh, Roman, well, Roman needs to get off of Raw. What's nice here is now we only have one pay per view every month. Thank the Lord, dude. If we had more than one pay per view yeah, with this roster right now in this situation, oh my God. Nice, nice little uh, like the Saudi Arabia thing is technically a live event, so technically we don't have a pay per view until May. Oh, what a break. I need the break to feel, cool down after after WrestleMania. Really disappointed. Feel feel free. I low key might not even watch that Saudi Arabia show. I probably will because I feel like Bobby Lashley's about to win this Rumble. Oh, uh, what's the point of the Rumble? Nothing. So moving forward, we do is. have this this Saudi Arabia thing, and the matches built currently are the fifty man Rumble, uh, Triple H and Cena. Why? Uh, there's a steel cage there somewhere. Um, Elias will probably be running around doing, you know, Elias things. Yep. Um, it'll be good good times. Seth Rollins defending the IC title in a ladder match against Samoa Joe, The Miz, and Finn Balor. Ooh, let's put Samoa Joe over in that match. No, we have to have... No, we gotta have Grand Slam Rollins, my guy. The crowd ate that up. 
literally, I love it. Seth Rollins. Yeah, it was great. He. This is why he needs to be the face of this goddamn company. He's so over. And, like, Vince loves him, too, which is, like, really nice. Yeah, it's just a travesty that he is not <laughs> the face of the company. Let's just have a slightly better title reign than we did three years ago. Slightly better. Slightly better. I mean, I thought it was great. That title, uh, that title reign was pretty cheeks. They made him look pretty the cheeks. The Rollins title reign was not cheeks. He carried the they fucking company. They made him company. look pretty rough. He, carried, he did not care. He carried the he company. He was a smarmy-ass nope. little heel, nope. and he nope. carried nope. the company. H, Triple H carried the company. Oh, my God. You are a disappointment mm. to this show. <laughs> are we really going to not lie and like sit here and say that Seth carried that title? You are a disappointment to the show. Dude, Triple H held that title. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I'm being kind of serious. I know, and like, I hate it. No, tri- no, Triple H just held Rollins, who held the title. Yeah, that is so I don't, ass. I didn't, that I don't is, know how I... I didn't, that is the I, worst like, thing you probably have ever said since I've met you. Are we serious? Yes. Look at, look at it like this. Why did Rollins look like a fucking teenager? Like, why did he look like me through high school? Because that's what he was. That was his <laughs> character. And it's a horrible character to give you a pro wrestler. I thought it was fine. It led to no, it was, no, okay. that was trash. Okay, not only that, he was great in the ring, all right? He was the chosen one by, by Triple H and the authority, and so he won the title. The, he, you know, he won it the right way, no less. He did it right. Oh, by Money in the, oh, by money in the Bank? Yeah. Money in the Bank is trash. Uh, yeah, that's because you hate that. I feel like this is all going back to Money in the Bank because you hate Money in the Bank so much. Because Money in the Bank is a fucking horrible thing. Oh, Tim it, and it, Tim and a, your, you and your biases. It is a, it is a horrible thing. Ugh, Tim's hot look, takes. Have, look, look. If I'm sitting here at a, in, during a wrestling match and then I gotta worry about at the end when my guy finally wins, I gotta worry about this fucking asshole with a briefcase who shouldn't even be holding a title because he's losing every match while holding this briefcase. Like this is this is bullshit. You listen. Like, it'd be okay if you build up your briefcase holders better, but they don't. So because Baron, they want them to win out of nowhere, Baron so looks- Corbin should have won. That's all I uh, have to say. Look, Baron Corbin should have won, but you know he could have saved us from fucking gender. Uh no, it probably would have been a pretty terrible reign, but it's fine. I think he's. Really I think is. he'd be more ready now, if anything. But yeah, L- low key losing should have been the best thing that happened to him, but it's also fine. He also lost to Dolph Ziggler, so it's fine. <laughs> we WWE, we've done, we've been there. He won. Why would you do it? Why would you do that to us? Look, Money in the Bank is the worst fucking thing ever. It was great with Edge, and Rollins did okay, but everyone else. Okay, Rollins was the second best cash in in WWE history. Okay. Look, and that's a far cry from how Edge was when he won. Followed shortly, Edge was, followed shortly Edge after a- by Batista with the Batista in the bank. <sighs> <laughs> Batista in the bank. I remember that. Why did they? Why? Why? Because did, because he know. because he helped Vince McMahon uh, fuck with Bret Hart. Oh yeah. And then said, "Fuck it, you have another match." It was really, it was like so Edge esque too. Like it was the same. It was. Situation. It was the same thing because Cena won the, the the elimination chamber, retained his belt, and was so and happy here comes, about it. And then here, here comes it comes with the yeah. Batista in the bank. <laughs> Batista in the bank, dude. That's what it was. Oh my god. What? Why do you get a title shot? I have my Batista in the bank. Meanwhile, Colin's sitting here like, "Wow, this is really what's going. This is where this show has gone to." 
<laughs> WrestleMania was ass. What has this become? I oh, mean, God. I mean, feel free to add in any snarky comments. That's that's where we're at. This is this is. I mean, Tim and I I'm, have a friendship based on snarky comments, so it's fine. This is this is when he tries to talk about wrestling to me. This is what I do to him. I just completely dismantle everything in the most asshole way. I don't oh, feel like my. I don't feel like anything I said that. has been dismantled, so it's fine. But Money in the Bank is still trash. Yes, we're we're not gonna like. No, you're wrong. You're oh absolutely God. wrong. It's a look, man. The concept Look, isn't trash. It's the execution that they've that they've gone about Look, it. We give it to people to win their first title because they can't actually book them into a proper spot to earn that first title. You know win. what? Jack Swagger so, had it coming. All right, leave Jack, Jack Swagger, Swagger alone. Jack Swagger was fucking garbage. Leave Jack Swagger alone. That was horrible. It was. We're horrible. not gonna. We're not gonna forget was, about how bad that was. That was so bad. <laughs> he was oh, in no. the chip. He was in the championship ascension segment, and everyone goes, "Why? Why are you here? You won something!" <laughs> oh my god, the best was him. I watched that live, and the him trying to like they don't show this; they cut it on the DVD. But he literally was struggling so hard to get the briefcase. Like he took like five minutes because it kept swinging back and forth. And literally, like on the DVD, it cuts. To, it literally is just like him climbing right up and grabbing it, like it was so easy for him. It took him forever. It was hilarious. For a second, I thought you said you watched, like, we're at WrestleMania 26 live, and I said, I'm, and I was about to go, I'm so sorry. Oh, I, <laughs> loved, you had to... I loved WrestleMania 26. I thought it was a great show. <laughs> eh. It's okay. It's also nostalgia, though, because I have... Look, look, some people believe that Michael's Taker 2 was better, and those people are wrong, and Listen, it's fine. I think they both were really... <laughs> I think they both were absolutely legendary in their in their own ways. So I don't really decide. No, my, I can't pick. Yeah, both of them are pretty good, but oh, what a Michael's Taker fuck. one is better. My, Thank my you, Miles. Correct. The correct statement is that the match was Thank better in the first time, but the story in the second time was so much better. I think. I liked the story of the first one. Personally. Oh yeah, when Shawn, like, yeah Shawn Michaels beat Vladimir Kozlov to get the match. Isn't that great? What a great story. Uh, okay, look. What a fantastic just... story. Look, man, no, not that. The actual, like, light versus dark story, and then the Shawn Michaels leaving after story. Like, Oh, so the WrestleMania all... 26 story, yeah. Oh, no. No, I know. You said, left... I'm just kidding. You said Shawn Michaels leaving, and I was like, <laughs> I had to capitalize. He left in 2009, and then Triple H went and found him cooking in a restaurant. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> Picking bottom. He lost his smile. Hicken bottom. What the fuck? And then Triple H goes, "What kind of stupid name is Hicken bottom?" <laughs> Sean's just like, "That's my name." It's like, uh, me. <laughs> oh man, their antics are top banter though. Oh, DX on screen is better than DX off screen. DX off screen is some dickheads. True. Mm. Triple well, H, still a B-plus player. Wow. This has yeah. been a time. How, this has been a ride. How many controversial, how many contra- controversial things can I say? By, by this point, we've lost count. Um, CM Punk was not as good as he said he was. I don't <laughs> believe that. I can't believe that one. I'm sorry. That one... I can't say that one. That I mean, one's not I real. Mean, I mean, you can't say that with a straight face. Listen, if we're talking about UFC... Look, you think that? Yeah, you're Do right. you think that? Do I think that? That Punk isn't as good as he said he was? No. No, I don't think that. 
Okay, I was like, I was like, because you would be wrong. I'm thinking about it, because personally, I don't know. Personally, he's a little sloppy in the ring, but it's fine. I was intrigued with his character, not necessarily his in-ring ability. The mic skills, on par, on point. Yeah, absolutely. Anyone who says Punk could survive in the Attitude Era, though, is an idiot. Mm, okay, nah. can we talk about the fact that everyone, like, a lot of people I've talked to said the Attitude Era isn't even that good? Yeah, a lot of people say that. Then why would Punk not be able to hang in the Attitude Era? Because of the magnitude of stardom. The Attitude Era booking was kind of bad. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna lie, we're probably gonna look back on, like, future generations of wrestling fans are gonna probably look back on this era in the same way and be like, remember that era? That was a pretty good era. We had, like, they'll list off, like, Cena and Reigns and Rollins and all these stars. It's. I feel like when they talk about this era, they're not talking about Reigns. Okay, so they'll talk about Brian, they'll talk about Rollins, they'll talk about Ambrose, talk about, like, Kofi Kingston, The New Day. <laughs> talk about The Miz, still. Absolutely. Yes, let's, I will talk about The Miz. Oh, we were talking about, so, let's bring it back here. We kind of went somewhere with this. Um, shake up. Uh, oh, I'm so like, focused on the greatest Royal Rumble here. Miz and Brian end up on the oh, same Oh yeah, that's show. where I was trying to go with it. Can we? Yeah, can we end that story now? We can. Can that like finally? We can, can actually, that be resolved. We can actually have Brian and Miz now. SummerSlam. Raw. I would yeah. be so down for that. Summer yeah, Slam. SummerSlam seems pretty plausible. But, nice. But that would have nice. to be Daniel like Bryan. Like decent folk. Like decent folk. Yeah. But that would have to be Daniel Bryan being drafted to Raw, I think. I don't see Miz going back to SmackDown. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah. As much as I would love to see Bryan on SmackDown for a while, because, dude, think of the think of the story you could tell. You know, if there were there was a triple threat storyline between Shinsuke, AJ, and Bryan for the WWE title on SmackDown. Nope, I'm quite a hard pass. That is the dumbest shit. You are saying some dumb shit, dude. I'm not watching a triple threat where Brian doesn't need to be in. Look, I need to see AJ and Shinsuke fix their mistakes before I see anything else happen. And that's what that's what backlash is for. Uh, is that official yet? No, not yet. Right, not my yet. guess, my guess is probably Greatest Royal Rumble, or they Look, can do man. a triple threat at Greatest Royal Rumble because you're not gonna uh, watch it anyway. Let's. I am gonna watch it probably. Oh. It depends on when it is. When is it? Is it on like it's a on, weird it's day? On a, it's on a Friday, April twenty seventh. It's on a Friday. Yeah. I'm not doing that. I think it's a Friday at actually, like noon because it's going by uh, the time in Saudi Arabia. At noon? Oh wait, I'm actually like off on Fridays. I might, but like. Because I think it's based off yeah. the time in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, they need to fix. Oh yeah, the twenty seventh. I'm gonna be completely booked, so I can't watch they that. They need to fix their their mistakes first before I see them do anything with anybody else. Yeah. Listen, I'd rather see them do it at Backlash when I'm gonna have a. There's a higher chance of me watching it than them doing it at, you know, Greatest Royal Rumble. Which is which is dumb, by the way. This this whole concept is stupid. I don't mind it. It's a marketing scheme, and it'll, oh, it's a Jinder Mahal homecoming, God. so it's fine. But J.K. Not that, really. Does this company not? No, or do they just not care? They don't care. Okay. Yeah, most likely they just does don't give a shit. Does this company not know or not care? Yeah, they 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 don't know that he's not from India. <laughs> do they not like? Do they know he's from Canada? <laughs> it's 
so why not know? They don't know, but they still don't care. Like I'm, I don't, I don't get why they're just like, you know what? We're gonna put the WWE title on the Canadian Indian, so when he goes to India, he'll be massively over. Why do you say that? He, oh, because he's Indian. Even though he's from yeah, Canada. But he's from Canada. But he's Indian. But he's from. And Canada. then we're gonna, then to further this narrative, we're gonna put the U.S. title on him, the American Championship, oh, for a lack of a better. That'll do it. On the Canadian Indian to go to Saudi Arabia. That'll get the job done. Yeah. To get to get yeah. To show that hey, brown people can do it. Ugh. My one hope from this this whole thing. You might need to start cutting the show because now I'm gonna start getting myself in trouble. My one hope from this whole story with Jinder is that he drops the title to Rusev, but I don't know if he's gonna do it. That's not happening. Speaking of speaking on uh, branching from that. Speaking of Rusev, I'm still pissed. That he was that he got pulled from the from the card, and not do a casket match with Taker. Listen, I'm with Who you. Wants that? I'm with you. Who wants Taker versus Jericho again? Who want? Why is Taker there? Exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> come on. Let's be, let's be decent folk here. Let's let's call it like it is, and let Taker go the fuck home to Texas. Let him and his let him and his wife's Instagram rest in peace. Let this man <laughs> leave. Y'all gotta figure it out. Like they gotta, they gotta, they gotta, they gotta figure as it out. As long as at this point, as long as Vince still has breath in his fucking frail old body, Undertaker's not leaving. I don't think. You know what? He's, he's still got a fucking leash on him almost. You know what? What I'm talking about. I want to argue with you on the next roundtable about. How how I believe Vince thinks as compared to you because I we have very contracting contrasting opinions on Vince. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> and I yeah, really, that should definitely I really, be around. I agree with your disagreements. Because I I really want to like get these out into the forefront because that's my main gripe with you, Colin. Is I'm just gonna say I've, I think it's Taker, not uh, Vince, making these calls. It's a hundred percent Taker making the calls. Mm-hmm. But we'll save that. But um, yeah. Uh, WrestleMania, as you can see, we don't care, and uh, we're hoping for better things in the future. And WWE apparently didn't want me to care, so that's... Uh, any uh, yeah. any final thoughts you guys want to share? If you're saying Taker's making these calls, then why is he, make, why is he making these stupid-ass calls like Look, this? man, I'm not friends with the guy. I don't know. <laughs> let, me DM, the same let, me, let me DM his wife on DM Instagram like, real quick. <laughs> my boy Mark real quick like <laughs> what do you want from me <laughs> I want answers damn it I, I believe me I want answers I just cannot give them to you bro like I think so we all want I, I, you know what I just want to stop being so fucking angry and so confused coming out of Wrestlemania <laughs> see I was angry the night it happened and then I went to bed and woke up the next morning and I was like well you know what? I'm not going to be mad about it today. Look, I wasn't mad. I was, like, now that we're talking about it again, I'm mad. But, like, I'm, I'll probably, I'm going to turn on a movie after this and, like, I'll be fine. But, you know, it's like, <laughs> like, right now I'm frustrated because they're putting out, they did stupid stuff. And I have to talk about it. And it was stupid. So, you know. Well, WWE, thank you for wasting our time. Here we are. 
Hopefully, they make it better with the shakeup. Oh my god, you win the shakeup. I'm hoping. Listen, I'm I'm tired of seeing the same shit. I've just got, I've just, at this point, I've just gotten normalized by the same old shit. It took you this long? No, I, no, I'm just, I, I'm just announcing it, like, right now. I, I, I've been I, normalized for quite a while. I'm, I've been so jaded. Like, I love how Ty sips the Kool-Aid. Like, I'm so jaded. Like, I just, <laughs> I'm just like, I was like, oh, they did, of course, I'm like, of course they did that. Why would I, like, think they, why, like... And Todd's like, ah! I'm optimistic. That's all it is. Look, I'm naturally a glass half empty kind of dude. So, yeah. yeah, same. I'm, I'm, I'm a real fucking cynic. Well, it's good that we have one optimist on this podcast. Look, man, <laughs> cynicism keeps you grounded. Listen. I can be so cynical. then you don't have things happen like WrestleMania 34, and then Ty is angry the entire night, and I'm chilling, just like, well, <laughs> eh, oh well. Listen, I had other reasons to keep myself happy and other ways to do so. So we're we're killing as, it. As did the rest of us. It was a good couple weeks, like minus WrestleMania, like good couple weeks. Had had a few good shows, you know. We was killing it. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Killing yeah, it. sorry for like not doing a prediction show. Um, we really wanted to get uh, to that, but yeah, as Tim said, oh, we had a lot of shows. Y'all knew our predictions anyway. You like, knew our predictions, and you know that looking back, we were mostly wrong. <sighs> yep. Wow. I was. Look at that. New new uh, wrestling year. New me. I'm saying I was wrong. New After earlier in the night saying how much I tire of being right. Shut the fuck so, up. Really, it's fine. Start, like, ed- edging towards the outro. Yeah. We're stalling. Yeah, stalling. true. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in this time around. Uh, you can go ahead and follow us on Twitter. We each have our own Twitters, at VWP Tyler, at VWP Tim, at VWP Colin, and at VWP Yusuf. Go ahead and follow at VWP Owen on Instagram if you really want to. He posts some stuff sometimes, I guess. I don't even know. Um, See you on Roundtable, Owen. True. Uh, Owen returns for Vacant Wrestling Roundtable number two, which is coming very soon, hopefully. Um, but yeah, you can find us on uh, on Google Play, on iTunes, on Stitcher, and on TuneIn Radio. You can also find us on our YouTube channel, our primary source of output, on YouTube uh, as a Vacant Wrestling Podcast. And, uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we will talk to you soon. Trust the process.